This is From Lost to Hope with your host, Jackie Stubblefield. I walk alongside you who have lost loved ones, health, home, or relationships to a place of hope as we study and trust in God's Word. This is episode 45, How God Wants Us to Think. Actions speak louder than words, but actions speak from our thoughts. The more we allow our mind to dwell on dark thoughts, the more after our actions will be dark. You've heard people say about someone, they are in a dark place right now. Usually that's an expression of depression, negativity, anger, resentment, misery, and grief. Not a place I want to be. This is a reason for this topic, how God wants us to think. The questions for this lesson are, 1. What does God say about our thoughts? 2. Where in the Bible does it say to be careful about our thoughts? 3. What does God tell us to think on? 4. What mindset does God want us to have? 5. What are the benefits of thinking God's way? Number one, what does God say about our thoughts? Isaiah 26, 3. You will keep him in perfect peace, those whose mind are steadfast because they trust in you. God tells us here, one, he gives us peace. Two, when our minds are set on him. And why? Because we trust in Him. You know, we often expect that God's help will come to us in a flash of light. Well, that rarely happens, even though we would like for it to at times. Of course, saying simply to trust Him is not always that easy with our human nature. That's why it's important to fellowship with Him daily. Building trust Each day makes it a whole lot easier. Number two, where in the Bible does it say to be careful about our thoughts? 2 Corinthians 10.5 We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Well, what can we do? We see here, we can stay away from worldly thoughts that disagree with God's Word. Then, we can use Scripture to keep our thoughts obedient. Of course, again, having a quiet time with God helps us keep our mind on Him. Fellowshipping with Him draws us closer to him by seeing what he has for us in his word. Letting him know our fears and thoughts allows him to work in our lives. Number three, what does God tell us to think on? Philippians 4 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if 
anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Well, true. According to Holman Dictionary, that which is reliable and can be trusted. Noble. Great, elevated, dignified. Being above everything that can dishonor reputation. As a noble mind, noble courage, noble deeds of valor. King James Dictionary. Right. In morals and religion, it's just, equitable, according to the standard of truth and justice or the will of God. That alone is right in the sight of God, which is consonant to his will or law. This being the only perfect standard of truth and justice. King James Dictionary. Pure, free from moral defilement without spot, not sullied or tarnished, incorrupt, undebased by moral turpitude, holy, King James Dictionary. Lovely, having such as an appearance as excites or is fitted to excite, love, beautiful, charming, very pleasing in form, looks, tone, or manner. Well, these are the way our thoughts are supposed to go. According to BibleRef.com, believers were to think about these things. Now, while God guards our hearts, we read that in Philippians 4-7, we are commanded to focus our lives on things that please God. When we keep our minds on Christ, these things become very strong and help us stay on track. This is a healthy way to stay away from negative thinking, which only pulls us away from the Lord and can create a lot of havoc in our lives. At the end of verse 8, we're told to think about anything that is worthy of our attention. 1 Peter 3, 8 and 9 be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him. Stand firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is going through the same kind of sufferings. Remember who it is that causes these thoughts to plague you. Satan delights in keeping you down. Number four, what mindset does God want us to have? Colossians 3, 2. Set your minds on things above and not on earthly things. Now, Zondervan, Illustrated Bible, says, based on the participation in the death and resurrection of Christ, believers partake of a new life. Here there is security, freedom of fear, and power for dealing with the influences of hostile powers. In our new life as Christians, we have to assess 
I'm sorry, we have to access to God's power to live a more peaceful life. This helps us to deal with the onslaught of dark thoughts coming from our enemy. Romans 8, 6. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Our choice each minute is to decide who has control of our lives. Resting in Jesus wins hand down. 2 Timothy 1, 7 For God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-discipline. This verse tells us where fear comes from. Satan. God gives us power, love, and a way to handle fear and anxiety. What are the benefits of thinking God's way? If we compare the benefits of each side and we look at the results, why do we not obey the Lord knowing it's what's best? Of course, there are many triggers that persuade us to suffer alone, but God has answers to help bring out some of those moments. Psalm 103, 1-5 Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sin and heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Well, looking at this verse, we see a few of its benefits. One, He forgives all of our sin. For me, that's a biggie. Two, he heals all of our diseases. Three, he redeems our life from the pit. Four, he crowns us with love and compassion. Five, he satisfies our desires with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. In conclusion, the point here is not to say we will not suffer or have a bad day. Many events happen in our life and sorrow comes. That's normal. Here the Lord tells us that he is there to give us comfort and relief so that we can heal. Moving forward in God is not removing our feelings about difficult situations. It's joining hands with God to receive his strength to be able to go on. Please remember to subscribe from Lost to Hope to receive notification of the next podcast.